Happy Sunday, my lovely congregation, and welcome back to Pussy Church. I'm Lara, an erotica writer and the creator of Tales of Lara, which you can find at talesoflara.com and at Tales of Lara on Instagram. And today we are back with India's secret community of female exhibitionists, a review of the first porn films ever made, and why you're obsessed with the taste of mm, ass. Let's dive in. Amen. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to Pussy Church. And today I'm here with the one and only Aquaman. Aquaman. Hello. Oh my God, finally you're back. I missed you. Missed you too. It's been a long time. Welcome to Pussy Church. Always a pleasure. It's wonderful to have you here. Thank you. Oh my God, by the way, um, I just moved into a new place and (laughs) the movers came in today, Mm. actually, it was today. And I had my Pussy Church merch lying out and the guy was like, "Uh, what is this? (laughs) And I was like, oh, it's a podcast. And he was like, oh, I want to go to that church. Like, <laughs> I like that church. And I'm like, okay. Yes, dude. Yes. <laughs> I got kind of scared for a second. I thought he thinks I do porn or something. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, pussy is pussy. Pussy yeah. is pussy. Pussy is pussy. I guess it's not necessarily pornographic. No, Half no. of the population has it. Depends on how you, I mean, his subjective point of view obviously went, you know, on of course. pornographic <laughs> side, which makes sense. Oh, yeah. He's a, he he's a mover too, I mean. I mean, it was so weird. I was like, oh, Maybe God. he'll listen to this. <laughs> oh, okay, maybe. Right? Because he knows the name of the podcast. How fucking weird would that be? Well, Hi, shout mover. out. Shout out to the mover. <laughs> shout out to the mover. Who saw the Pussy Church merch. <laughs> <laughs> well, he didn't ask me to buy one, which that would have that's been a like bummer. a... That's a bummer. That would have been a fun like little yeah. turn of events. Yeah. I just felt a little bit bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you think I'm a crazy person? Anyways, I wear it all the time, though. That's awesome. Wore it on a plane. Right. No shame. Good looks. Did you get good looks from it? Head nods? I do get a lot That's of looks. Awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Rightfully hit, so. I hid it for immigration, so the guy oh. wouldn't be, I don't know, you know, be weird to me. <laughs> Pussy church. <laughs> yeah. He's like, what did you do in Europe? I'm like, um, don't look at my sweater. <laughs> do not do that. Um, please let me in to the yeah, country please. that I live in. <laughs> yeah. Pussy church. I mean, what else do you want to know? Seriously. It's pretty straightforward. Oh, my God. Anyways, what's new, baby? Oh, man. What is new? I mean, things are opening up again in a weird way. That is very true. Right? Like, Mm -hmm. uh, I find myself going more to places inside after getting vaccinated. Like, to more bedrooms. To more bedrooms. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exploring other avenues and other beautiful women out Orifices? Yeah, orifices, (laughs) definitely. I have my three favorite ones. And... (laughs) Yeah, and the other one's a little weird. Yeah, <laughs> the other one. Um, Thank God you're not going for you know. Yeah, the four other ones that are. No, no, three's good. Three's good. I think it's a good number. The yeah, four I think other we can ones. stay with those. Too yeah. much Harper, you know. Um, oh but yeah, I mean, I've been recently thinking a lot about um, sex in a emotional context with other Damn. partners yeah, yeah, yeah look at you we just talked about this last week too this is a theme it I is like. yeah. I think people are opening up people are going out people are connecting more intimately and more openly and they maybe are like starving for it a little bit i just did this q a um on instagram too yeah. about what people like what the plans are for like hot vax summer or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> I like that though. And I think people are kind of like, I mean, you know, they just want to connect again. Exactly. Yeah. And I think way. and I think I'm seeing a lot of connections with different experiences causing release. The mm-hmm. idea of release, whether it be walls, whether it be uh emotional excess that is suppressed, whether it be crying even. Um, um crying. Crying. Like actual genuine crying. During sex? During sex. Mm. It's kind of beautiful. Like the person Was it the first time it happened to you? No, no, no. No, 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 no. Everyone cries with me. Not everyone, but it's happened a bunch. Well, it depends on why somebody's crying, right? Exactly. We've talked on the podcast about this before. I've cried during sex, but then um, 
Mona, when we talked about it on the podcast, mm. she said she cried during sex, but because they were breaking up. So I was like, that's Oof. a different kind of crying yes. during sex. <laughs> there's the rebound crying sex. There's the emotional compartmentalization, the release kind of crying. There's mm -hmm. uh, emotional connection kind of crying. And you can feel it. I mean, at least for me, I could feel it when it's coming from a not trauma-driven place, but more of a healthy, I'm releasing, yeah. I'm feeling free, I'm feeling comfortable. Totally. My body's a lot more relaxed. And it's, there's something beautiful about it because I've experienced both ends of the spectrum, some that were more vulnerable and more uh, emotionally heavy that I had to stop. What do you mean? Like I had to stop having sex in the moment because I felt like... Oh, so somebody was like really like sobbing during sex? You can't, No, it's like they're crying where you can't tell if they're enjoying it or if it's like, oh, if you know, sad or something. So I'm kind of like, okay, I have to stop. Yeah, yeah, and ask like and check in. Yeah, because they're, they're touching <laughs> yes. you and everything, but you're still getting a mixed signal of like, mm. oh, no, no, this doesn't, even if she's touching me, like it doesn't feel right. Yeah, I totally get that. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and you know, and you want to do the right thing for the person at that time and make them feel reassured and okay and not necessarily like weird for crying or feel embarrassed about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's not usually available in, in how people react to a moment like that. I think a lot of people get scared if their partner cries. Yes, yes. I mean, I think it depends. I've only had, um, I've only had like release like such an intense orgasm that mm. tears came to my eyes because sure. of the immense release that's how but that obviously only happens when you have a really close connection with the person totally, right that right? doesn't really happen with like a random person or something no. but i mean that is such an intense moment yeah and i think that's just beautiful totally but i think it'd be different if i'm like sobbing while i'm having it while i'm being fucked <laughs> <laughs> but the, but i've experienced that in a, unless it's like love life. love sure yeah sure, yeah sure. yeah maybe that yeah. But you know, I feel like it always happens earlier on, not later on. So even if you love somebody in a longer term sense. Oh, yeah. I, I loved a lot of people that I slept with. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that sounds But like long term, though, have you cried later? Much no. later? No. It's usually earlier yeah, on. Yeah, it's right? earlier on. That's yeah, how I feel. I think it's, it's more like, intense. Yeah. yeah, you release something and you feel like, oh, this is uh, an emotional connection. And it's interesting when somebody's like crying and like laughing in the same time. Yeah. Because it's very joyful. And they they don't blink. They look in your eyes and they just don't blink. They're just like there. Well, it's nice because that's so vulnerable, right? You're at a place yes, where you can actually yes. let go with somebody and you feel safe enough to do so. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think, yeah, that just requires a connection between two people. I mean, maybe you'll cry with somebody you don't know. It could happen too. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, absolutely. Also, that could happen if you feel like, but I've never cried, but I've had this once. I tried to get under to get over. Right. So I broke like up with somebody, sense. broke up with somebody. And like a week later, I had sex with somebody else in mm, order to mm, like rebound. Of, I re well, yeah. Or just like to get my, you know, get the energy out of my body or something. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. yeah, yeah. and it totally didn't work. No. I mean, sometimes it worked before, but this time or that time it did not work. And I remember having sex and being like, nah, that's not it. I, I agree with you because I feel like the older that I get, the more I appreciate those beautiful moments uh, where you connect with someone emotionally even if yes. if you're not seeing each other for a long time or even if it's ever been together for years i think there's more of an appreciation to that to me now versus how i would have reacted to it in my 20s mm. or whatnot yeah uh, there's a lot more understanding to it and you do understand that no it's not that you did something wrong it's that that person's actually feeling amazing that totally moment. and i think it's a bit about allowance you know and i I do actually think, and I think I said this last week to a certain degree. Well, I didn't say it like that. But um, I think if you do have a lot of sex or whatever, mm -hmm. um, that there is this moment where you also crave more. Yes. And that is not like wilder sex or like crazier kinks, but it's more connection. You Like you hit it on the spot because my recent experience with someone reacting like that, we were usually when we have sex, we're very rough. Mm -hmm. And she loves me when I'm rough and, 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 you know, opening her legs forcefully or pulling her hair. And then one night we were on her floor and I haven't seen her in a while. We just laid on the floor and I was on top of her. And when I was inside of her, I was really very slow about it mm -hmm. and not putting my whole cock in there, but just mostly like and three inches or so of my cock in, in and out slowly. And it made her like shake and bawl. 
and cry in a way that was so intense that she didn't expect. Neither did I. Yeah. I was just kind of being slower in the moment because I like to fluctuate. I don't just want to be rough or just want to be vanilla. But it was one of my first times with her being a little bit softer. Mm-hmm. And the orgasm she had was so fucking intense. Like she was, she was holding my balls with her hands and then her nails slowly started to get into my skin. <laughs> You're like, uh. And I, I was like, I, I didn't want to like pull back, but I was like, oh my God, this is hurt. This is killing me right now. But it still felt amazing to see her feel so joyous and yeah um, yeah like radiant like she had I mean, a glow to her there's something really special about that which which is a little bit scary sometimes too i think there's this um element of giving giving yourself up to somebody right yes. like and i think that is the beauty of it and like the i get that it just happens to me. And then sometimes I'm like, Oof, hopefully that was the right person to do this yes, with, you know? Yes. Even if you know them for a few months, but you're like, oh, are we at this point where, well, it's just happened. And now I'll have to kind of see where I'm at with that or something. Sure. But um, if you don't allow these things, there's nowhere to go. True. You know? There's a lack of maturity, I feel, that in where people don't know how to handle situations like that or people feel self-conscious when they Oh, get it is emotional. also. I mean, if you're not really con- like connected to yourself at yeah, all, yeah. that's scary as fuck. I mean, yeah. I was in places in my life <laughs> where if a dude would have been super emotional in bed, it probably would have been like, "Oh my god, please don't." You know? That would yeah, that would worry you, scare you. Yeah, like and I just would have been like, "I just want to fuck. Like, please do <laughs> not bring this in here, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Into this room." So, I don't even judge if somebody's like, "That's not where I'm at." True. I just want to fuck and I want to have fun and I don't want to fucking have anybody fucking cry in my bed. Exactly. <laughs> and I don't, because I think it's more about like listening to where you're at at the moment True. or with that person. True. True. I, I mean, I had, I had two incidents with that person. One I felt was negative in that uh, emotional reaction and one was mm. very positive. Okay. And the negative one, it felt like there's a trauma that I triggered ah, by being in damn. a certain position, fucking in a certain way. Mm-hmm. And that made them feel nauseous and sick, uh, where they had to stop. And I didn't understand if it was me being rough or whatever, but they told me, no, 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 it's, it's, it just, it made me feel sick and they didn't understand why. But then they later discovered that there's a lot of com- compartmentalization in them that mm-hmm. has, that gotten unlocked just by triggering that trauma sexually, even without them realizing that that's what's going on in the moment. Oh, confusing. Wow. Which is, which is intense for sure. But like that, that, that's a big part of sex that people forget about because it's not purely physical. Oh my God. Of course not. And people, especially men have to remember that, that again, it's not, you're not masturbating inside someone. (laughs) You know what I mean? Well, the funny thing is though, (laughs) it's, it's very difficult because You'll have to find somebody who is at a similar place or in a similar place than you because mm. you can be super, and I've been there too, super emotional in bed and then like, see you later, dude, you know? Yeah. And it can happen the other way around too when somebody is super emotional with me, I'm assuming. Sure. And then it's just like, that's it, mm-hmm. you know? I actually was thinking about this. I mm. was thinking about this guy, <laughs> this guy, this guy I met last summer and it had this like, crazy story with this man and um i was thinking about him again and i was like oh because he reached out to me mm-hmm. i was like oh what was it about the sex because somebody was like how was the sex with that guy right because i talked sure. about him again sure um and i was like you know funny there's one thing about him the sex is great you know what i mean okay. like that's good fucks me all around everywhere <laughs> like throws me around picks me up like fucking insane lovely lovely but he has a wall up somewhere sure so when i get to that wall i could feel him being like i know he probably wouldn't even know what the fuck i'm talking about (laughs) if he would listen to this but i think it was like a bit of like a yeah here and not further emotionally i'll stop right here yeah this is my emotionally this Don't is like where it. i'm at yeah. yeah 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 this is like i can't do more he's protecting himself yeah yeah oh whatever i mean sure whatever wherever he is but so it was like in my mind i was like yeah i said it was really great sex it was mm-hmm. but it will never be amazing sex with him if he cannot cross that 100 percent agree yeah that's the best it's not about the the moves or the 
how long or, or, or the different positions. It's about the walls being down. With yeah. Person. That really is what makes great sex. It's crazy. Amazing. It's crazy. Yeah. I had this like moment where um, I said to, um, to a partner and I was like, you know, I just want you to take me so fully in a way that I've never really felt it. You know, I never wanted to give up everything in this moment, obviously, not sure. in my relationship with him. But I just wanted him to, like, hold me. And mm -hmm. he did this thing. This is actually super fascinating because I didn't understand. Where, so this is obviously developed over time. Yes. But um, he, every time he made me come, he held me. And he's like, oh, we're going to stop now. And I'm just going to hold you. I do that all. It's so I nice. I couldn't that. believe it. He was just like, no, 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 you rest now. And he's like holding I me do that all while the time, I'm like yeah. having, and I was like, oh, that's fucking amazing. It's incredible, isn't it? Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. It's such a beautiful pause. Like, I don't have to come right after you come. Let's just wait a little bit. So sweet. And he's it, like, yeah. I love to amazing. like hold someone and kiss their forehead or like pet their hair a little bit when I do that. It's fantastic. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And it creates a, like some kind of, I mean, but it's he's a, a good guy. Good guy. I <laughs> but like it's him. dangerous. I like him. <laughs> Is it dangerous? dangerous territory. Well, I mean, just because it create it creates a connection between you, right? So sometimes I feel like only do things if you mean them, even if, if it's in bed. Sure. I've been totally the opposite. So <laughs> <laughs> I've like I'm very affectionate in bed. So obviously it's difficult to be like, well, only touch this person if you mean that touch, you true, know? True. Because in that moment I mean that touch, but maybe not tomorrow, you know? Yeah, but, but still, that's interesting. But 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 I think that even in the moment, like, doesn't that reflect that it, it, that it later could happen again? I mean, he might do that later, and that might be a yeah. thing. And it's just taking easing into it, kind of approach, rather than just be like, "Oh, this is how it's going to be from now on." It's true, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. And it's like learning different aspects of a person. Exactly. Yeah. It's complicated. It's always complicated. Oh my God, why is it so complicated? Why people? people? Well, you guys tell us a little bit now we're all like emotional i feel like it's a good kind of <laughs> no because i like did that last week and then i was like i said emotional sex and i was like is it like emo sex <laughs> no <laughs> is it gonna be like me teary-eyed and listening to sad fucking music while we fuck yep. <laughs> oh anyways that's anyways emo i'm just like a fucking hopeless romantic now it's beautiful there's nothing wrong with that no, nothing wrong with that. Mm -mm. It's fun. It's a phase. Is it? <laughs> I don't know. Probably it it's always stick. been there. It might stick. It should stick. It's nice. It's beautiful. It's right. I feel it's right. Yeah. I feel like I'm at a point where it's like, I mean, I could be romantic with different people, but um, having that not wall connection is yeah. huge for me now. Well, and also, I mean, it requires some work on yourself and the partner too, right? Yeah. Because you have to feel safe. True. Anyways, look at the, <laughs> our heavy conversations. Love I nearly it. forgot our prayers, so we're going to do that really quick. We should do that, yes. Well, blessed be the pussy. He has risen. May she open to your touch. Amen. Amen. And now... We're gonna go to the gospel. gospel the gospel and the gospel is sex news and today we're gonna do three stories mm -hmm. three stories from well, i don't know sex news from the week or something mm -hmm. different parts and um there's a story that came out yesterday um on vice i think and it the title is inside india's secret community of women who like to get naked in public Nice. 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 <laughs> nice. Yeah, go India. <laughs> go India. You know, there's something really funny about that. Huh. So I follow a lot of sex news, obviously, sure. for this podcast um, and for the, the account and everything. And India has so many news articles coming out about sex and female pleasure in the past few years. And it's super fascinating. They have this like sexual revolution where for the first time, really, the media, is, I feel like, um, is talking about female sexuality openly. Yeah, it's fascinating. That's also, I mean, their history is is enriched. That's true. That is very true. Yeah, yeah, but they're a very conservative country at the moment. True. So I think that's very fascinating. Um, anyways, so this story is about women that are exhibitionists. Oh wow! Right. So there's this woman, and they call her Neha in the in the article. 
it's a fake name, obviously. Yeah. But she is um, on Reddit under sexy Indian wife. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, and there she leads this like forum basically for like so many women, Indian women that are mm -hmm. all exhibitionists. Okay. Yeah. So it's interesting. So apparently in India, um, indecent exposure is illegal. Wow. Okay. So, so you can't be nude or go to a nude exactly. beach. Exactly. So okay. you have to probably go to jail. Not go to jail. <laughs> Damn. But so apparently there's these like many groups online that have this like fetish, right? Mm -hmm. Where they share photos of themselves then like nude in public places. That's smart, actually. And so the difference between a nudist and an exhibitionist apparently is a nudist just likes to be naked. True. An exhibitionist derives sexual pleasure from being nude in public. True. Or for another person, right? Yes, yes. exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I thought it was interesting. Like how, because I don't know, would you consider yourself an exhibitionist? Uh, I'm more of a voyeur than an exhibitionist. Mm, the opposite. I do have exhibitionists high up in my chart, but I think more voyeur than exhibition. I love women that are exhibitionists, though. I think it's fascinating to me because normally, and I think this article spoke about that a little bit, we consider an exhibitionist to be like a dude who is like wearing a trench coat and is like jerking off in public or something. <laughs> no, I mean, I think this that's is a like creep. The, yeah, that's it's not a creep. An <laughs> yeah, like it's not an exhibitionist, it's a creep. Um, I don't know, but then. Are you an exhibitionist if you like to have sex in a park? Totally. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I like public play. Public play, yeah. Yeah, totally. I like public play. Big Maybe fan. I'm an exhibitionist. Maybe you are. I could see you being an exhibitionist. <laughs> oh, for sure. Oh, my God. Oh, well, damn. well, it already starts with like making out in public. Sure. That's PDA. Because I love PDA. Me too. But oh, a lot of women that God. I meet don't like it. They feel so self conscious about Why? it. Why? It's the best thing. Because if people somebody's are like gawking. touches you all the time, who cares? I, get, I know. That's what I, I say. like that. Like, I mean, I don't get off on like somebody seeing me make out with somebody but i just like when we are close in public because we are close everywhere like True. why would we suddenly pretend like we're not yeah i agree oh, i love making out in public so absolutely of course i'm an exhibitionist <laughs> i'm not in a reddit group so maybe i should be <laughs> maybe you should be get some stories <laughs> i mean maybe yeah i don't know what that is but um so apparently it also leads to um camming so some of um some some of those subgroups to the mm. exhibitionists in India, mm -hmm. it also leads to like then these women camming oh, and wow. OnlyFans. Okay, okay. Which I guess is kind of like a natural progression, even. I think so. If you want to expose and right. show and express it without being yeah. legally liable. What's well, a little bit like? So I went to this virtual sex party last year when I COVID started. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there was this couple, and they like fucked on camera obviously for everybody to see and they positioned a camera so you can kind of see his dick slide into her, her vagina like mm -hmm. really closely and obviously they are at home right so they're getting off of this idea that all these people on a computer can see them fuck them. life yeah, yeah yeah a lot of people are they like it it's funny because i don't need to see everybody fuck life <laughs> no, me neither. you know yeah that's more of a voyeur yeah, that's, I don't think I have a big voyeuristic side mm, of me. Mm, mm. How bizarre. I really don't. I like to watch. Yeah. Mm. Well, people touching themselves more so than people fucking. Yeah, it is a little bit different. Because I think people yeah. fucking, I always would feel like, sounds so silly. Left out? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'd be like, I would be like, I want to have that right now. Like, I don't want to watch wanna, somebody I else have it. I want to pussy right now. Yeah. yeah. Why, why am I just watching that? Exactly. Jerking off in the corner. <laughs> I'd rather have somebody watch true, me true. Yeah. while I get my pussy eaten, you know? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> a little, too. It doesn't have to be this way, obviously. Yeah. But I have um, I have a friend who is a huge voyeur, and it's his main thing that turns him on. So it's really difficult for him, apparently, because he said, like, to find couples that like you to watch and just sit around, you know, yeah. because he doesn't want to be involved. Does he touch himself? Yeah. So, I mean, pornography is perfect for him, though. I know, but he likes it live. Oh. Pornography. Yeah. I, I mean, guess, it's perfect. Yeah. Like, because you watch people fuck. And you can yeah. just jerk off. Yeah. But that's, <laughs> I guess, clearly that's a different, there's a difference. It's like a peep show. He likes a peep show. I mean, I'd rather watch porn than sitting in a room. Well, I guess a sex club is something different. True. Or similar. Because you can see people fuck, but I think it's not so ex so. Ex 
explicit. It wouldn't be like a room and me and a couple. You know, yes. a sex party. There's so many people. I don't have to stand and watch, but I can see something and move on. And, yeah. Um, a little bit different. Anyways, I think it's interesting. Also, if that's especially... I wonder why there is all these subgroups or these like exhibitionist communities mm, in mm. India. Is it because it is still so illegal? And then the combination with like women being more sexually liberated creates this kind of tension or something? I would think so. Right? Like, yeah. In a lot of countries that have stricter rules, they tend to be more um, expressive about their sexuality versus when it's there and it's available, not everybody's as excited about it. There's an element of hunger. Yeah. There. yeah, 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 yeah. And something to be new and exciting. True, yeah. And maybe borderline, because I think some people also get off on the fact that somebody can uh, could catch them. True. And some are not. Yes. I don't know if, I don't get off on like the catching aspect. I don't like the catching aspect. Some people no. do get off on it, but I'm not big on the catching. I don't want to be caught. That's a little weird. I want to enjoy it. I don't want like a hassle. <laughs> just want to finish, come, be good, smoke a cigarette after it. I'm great. You're like done, done. Done. Please, no police. No, we don't need police or the the ranger to come by. Or, the ranger, no, the flashlight. The flashlight, like, hey, who's sir, out there? Put your dick put in your, your pocket. Put your dick away, sir. <laughs> Public indecency. Oh, yeah, no, totally not into that. No, I've had a borderline experience where we could have been arrested for <clears throat> sure. Oh wow! But um, didn't happen, and I'm glad. But I was drunk, so. There you go. I mean, not wasted, but clearly Still. sober. I would have thought a little bit more about Different the repercussions. Than doing you know? It. Yes. Yeah. That's what happens. Well, well. Okay. Next story. <clears throat> Using a sex script with your partner could help transform your sex life for the better. A renowned sex therapist says. Sex script. Sex script. So what I was thinking, I've never heard of this before. We're going to go through this sex script a little bit. Yeah, just understand. Is it a play-by-play? Is it a... And now I come in through the door and I pull my dick out. (laughs) Apparently. Okay, so this is um, sex therapist Ian Kerner. He -hmm. created a model for improving couples' intimacy called the sex script. So he tells patients to outline and make their own little sex script. So we're going to go through the prompts that he gives a couple. Okay. okay. So, because to be honest, first thought sounds to me like bullshit. Sounds like a lot of work. A sex script? Really? Also, do you have to memorize that fucking thing? Like, it's not gonna, what if you miss the beat? Do you go <laughs> back and start all over? Yeah, like, like we, what is happening? Is this, do you really need? If you need the script, then I think you should reconsider. Also, I mean, the simplest script would be lick blow fuck and then yeah. okay like do we need to go any further okay so but let, let's see let's see what they come up with let's see what they have because maybe it's a little bit like um a role play but i would imagine but would it be funny to be like and then five seconds after that yeah, you exactly. put your finger into my butt yeah exactly that's Wait. what i would imagine it being if it's a script <laughs> Let's let's look. Answer the following prompts about that experience. So you're talking about at first he wants you to think about a thing that happened, like a sexual experience with your partner that already happened. Oh, okay. Right. It's like when and where did it occur? Who initiated? Did it feel mutual? Nice. Hopefully it felt mutual. What was the context? Mm. Waking up in the morning, coming home from an evening out. Mm. We're in the mood for sex at the time. What happened? Well, blah, blah, blah. So you have to go step by step throughout that process. And this is what you write. Okay. Right? Got it. Was, so, I mean, that's funny. Can you imagine? Then you I'm sit kind of following with your this partner. Where it'll take me. Oh, yeah. Okay. Let's, let's go then a little bit more. Was there any psychological excitement? Did you feel desired? Did you use language you reserve for sex or share or engage in fantasy? What was off limits and why? Was there focus on intercourse or were there outer course activities? I've never heard this before. Outer course? course. What a fucking weird word. Thank you, script doctor. No, seriously. Jesus. Um, Who had orgasms and who didn't? Did it matter? What was the emotional and psychological impact on the experience? At what point, if any, did things stall? Were there any anxieties that popped up during the experience? Okay, so... Analyzing. Did analyzing. any wounds, injuries, or vulnerabilities get exposed? Yeah. Yeah, was it good sex? Just okay, bad sex? Can you... Th- okay, interesting. So both of you do this, and then you share the script with each other about the same night. 
So you're, but what if she didn't feel about it the same way that I did? Well, this is going to be kind of awkward, right? Absolutely awkward. Um, he's like, yeah, it was mutual. She's like, definitely not. And that was not my favorite <laughs> night. I don't know what you're talking about, but that's not what I'm writing down. How fucking weird would that be? If you, I mean, I'm sure it has happened to both of us before, to be completely fair. I'm sure we had sex with somebody and we we're like, that was fucking amazing. And the person was just like, meh. Yeah. Yep. Oh my God. Yeah. Crazy thought. Because to me, honestly, you'd think it's like when I have a great conversation with somebody at a party. Mm. I think we both are having a fucking great conversation with each other. But, but maybe it's just page. me. Right? Yeah. We're not always on the same page. I mean, I've had sex with people where I thought it was horrific and they wanted to see me again like a day later. So I was like, yeah. clearly it was just bad for me. Different spectrum. Yeah. So. Of experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, with girls and guys, though, I mean, I think sometimes there is a very different experience. Totally. You know? totally. How much focus you give on oral, for example. Absolutely. I think this is a big issue. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So instead of passing judgment on yourself or your partner, consider your journal entries clues into your excitement, uh, exciting sexual future. Mm. And then he says, um, you should script for activities that focus on pleasure and not orgasm. Well, that sounds like you're just trying to help a man like be a little bit more attentive, <laughs> no? Could be seen as such. I don't believe in this. <laughs> it's Is too much that? work. Yeah. Like, why am I going to do all this just so I could have a play to fuck my partner to heighten certain analysis based on my experience with them previously? I think this is just like a sex therapist wanting is, more yeah. more clients because I don't think you need a sex script. I mean, maybe if we're totally out of touch with each other and if we're in completely different places. Then go fuck someone else. Maybe, yeah. Do you want to go through all this to get to a point <laughs> of fucking that particular person because you're obsessed with them? Like, and maybe it's like so heady that it will ruin the whole experience. I think so. I think it would yeah. get in the way of performance anxiety and stuff like that. Maybe you worked with certain couples that have been together for a long time and yeah, it's kind of like to spice it up again. But I think for most people... I think people, this is the wrong approach to spice it up again because I think in order to spice it up, you shouldn't have that much pressure on it. This sounds like a massive amount of pressure. for both people yeah. yeah oh my god like maybe not it do takes that. the fun out of it for me absolutely 100 i don't want to fucking do this okay so we're saying no we're saying no sex to the sex group. group sorry sex script person no okay next story <laughs> um are you having sex with a narcissist psychology today the telltale signs of sexual narcissism are not subtle well nope and here are the key points. Sexual narcissists have a grandiose sense of sexual self and sexual prowess. Sexual narcissists tend to only care about their own pleasure and not the emotional or sexual needs of their partner. Mm-hmm. In the case of sexual coercion or violence, people should develop a safety plan and reach out for help. Oh, I'm okay. They are going all the way. This is psychology yeah. today. They're like, in case you were abused. Um, all right. So let's see. Uh, have you ever had sex with a narcissist? Yeah, I mean, most of the people I sleep with are, to one degree or another, narcissists, right? Yeah, but it's that's one to one degree or another is a really. I mean, broad. one out of three. I would say one out of three are narcissists. <gasps> really? Yeah. Well, Self-involved, wall-bearing, um, not open fully as they should be, uh, channeling other energies from past experiences to pleasure themselves not being fully in their body. Yeah, mm-hmm. one out of three, easy. Interesting. Here, the first thing it says is, first, it is important to note that the sexual narcissist has a need to control the sexual script. Yep. Okay, so what we were just talking about, about the fucking sex, sex script, script, is that two narcissists? like <laughs> Trying to get together and fuck each other in a narcissistic what way? What the fuck? Sounds like it. One indicator of sexual narcissism is that the person may readily criticize their partner in bed. Mm-hmm. Ah, the sexual narcissist has little to no reluctance in negative, negatively critiquing the sexual skills of their partner. What the fuck? That's a horrible person to sleep with. Yeah, totally. My God. So if you have sex with a narcissist, yeah. how does that feel like? <laughs> it feels out of body. It feels sensual and hot. It feels... Oh, there's something good about that. Yeah, 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 for sure. It feels... Okay. Um, more aggressive it feels uh also um not not uh soulful mm. it feels very uh, mechanical 
Oh, this is interesting. You know what I just said about this guy where I said he has like a wall up Mm -hmm. and he's like, but he's doing everything crazy beforehand. He's not amazing. Yeah. Maybe he's a bit of a sexual narcissist. He could be. He sounds like a good person. Because I think there's, there's a problem with narcissism because here it says, you know, the narcissist is only interested in being praised and receiving pleasure. Yes. But I think what is a little bit different, actually, what I consider a narcissist would also be somebody who wants to make you come a thousand times so he or she can be like, I did this to you. Like a dom. Yeah, or somebody, well. That's how I feel about it, as a dom. <laughs> I did this I shit know, to you. But I made a, you but that's fucking a, But that's like, a little bleed. narcissistic because is then it's it? about you. Well, in a way, yeah, but she's the one who's getting all the coming. I know, but you're putting I'm like a little trophy on I'm the one whose my hands like cock is hurting. <laughs> I didn't come yet. I'm just still waiting. My God. It's called generous. It's called generous, Laura. Yeah, that's that's what the narcissist says, you know? I'm just being fucking generous. I'm being generous right now. Anyways, I think like, (laughs) but narcissism, this is so interesting now that I think, now I'm like thinking back. I'm sure there's a lot that you've encountered. There's one, one I know that he's a narcissist in general and definitely in bed as well. Sure. But weird. Yeah, but definitely there is like a disconnect emotionally yes that's the wall when you feel the wall very heavy very grounded Mm -hmm. in the other person yes yeah i could i mean you could go so far with it because the idea of a narcissist lends itself to mystery but it's not necessarily positive mystery it tends to be negative because if you're the one vulnerable the narcissist will not care they're more caught up in their how mm. that makes them feel that you feel a certain way, not how you feel actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, it's yeah. a hard time to have. They have a hard time having depth or perception of the partners that they're with, and it's not usually a healthy dynamic to be with a narcissist <laughs> no. at all. Don't recommend it. Even <laughs> though the sex might be hot, it. it's not worth it. Well, but the sex is like more <clears throat> a little bit porny, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah mm-hmm. totally. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. the, the whole smacking, spitting, choking, uh, mirrors. Mirrors. Mirrors bit. Patrick Bateman, American Psycho. Oh! Perfect example. <laughs> oh my studio. God, no. And now we got to go to the worship section. Worship. Worship. Worship is erotic art. And today, well, this is erotic art, I think. Sure. It's the beginning of porn. We're going to talk about the beginning of porn. The history. We're going to talk about the history of porn, really, because Pornhub um, restored and colorized um, post-century-old erotic films. Yeah, for for like fifty dec- like fifty years, right? Something yeah, like five decades. Five decades. Yeah, so they started in nine uh, in eighteen ninety six. Mm-hmm. Until the late 40s. Yeah. 1940s. So we actually went through some of those. Oh, yeah. We watched some <laughs> for you guys. We did. We didn't record it. Oh, my God. We, it's actually funny because Aquaman was like, we should watch some porn together sometime. And I was like, let's watch this. And we both were like, that's not that's not porn. porn. But anyways, so <laughs> they called it the Remastered Project, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so with the help of AI, they restored and colorized a series of vintage erotic films some going back more than 100 years. Yep. And they're online, so you can go. It's a bit of a confusing website, but kind of like pretty, I think. It's a very gallery in a museum kind of vibe. You're going mm-hmm. through timeline. Yeah, yeah. So we started, actually, let me go to the site again. We started in the 1890s. We erotic, did. Erotic kissing. Ero- so we saw, <laughs> <laughs> so we started. In, Which was not erotic at all, by the no, way. No, no, no. So we started 1896. Yeah. The first kiss ever captured on film causes a stir. Yep. So apparently that one was directed by Thomas Edison. You know who Thomas Edison is? <laughs> the light bulb. Bing. Bing. Electricity. Electricity. So this little clip of two people kissing was like the first porn. Yeah. He's, which seems completely absurd if you see that little film. I mean, it's not. It's just a man and a woman kissing barely. There's barely. no tongue. She's like <laughs> turning towards the camera and talking half of the time. It's and bizarre. Yeah. it's. I mean, I guess I, the taboos. The, I mean, they're both fully clothed also. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like a couple who are taking their photo taken and they're just sharing a very innocent pecking kiss. Yeah. And then we watched um, the beginning of the foot fetish. Yes. What was that? 
So we watched this video of this lady <laughs> stripping two hundred layers off of clothing. Jesus, they were wearing so many clothes. Corsets and top layer and two takes layers forever. of dresses. Yeah, it takes forever. I mean, poor woman. And at the end, she's not even nude. No, to she, be fair, she just takes a sock off and shows off her foot. And that is the nudest part of her body. Yep, <laughs> that is the only nudest part of her body. <laughs> And it's also a wide angle shot, so you can barely see her feet. I mean, it's amazing. But somebody already back then um, thought that feet were sexy. I mean, it shows a lot about our primal nature, how long it goes back. That's true. That's right? true. So we didn't really see anything fun and sexy until 1908. Yes. And that is a little porn-ish thing. About a hotel hookup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that one. <laughs> so what was happening there, Aquaman? So there was uh, a guy that walks into his room where a maid is cleaning up his room with a vacuum cleaner. He goes yes. behind a curtain. Uh-huh. And the woman takes off her underwear, lays down on this like chaise lawn, <laughs> and gets the fucking vacuum on her clit, sucking her clit. Yes, I can't believe this, to be honest. I know, me too. Because now we are having the womanizer and we are acting like air suction toys are like the best and latest. Yeah, I mean, invention. Hmm. But in 1908 or whatever, a woman was already doing that on camera. Oh, yeah. She was using a vacuum cleaner to fucking get herself off. And it doesn't stop there. No, it doesn't. What happens next? I mean, what happens next? The guy comes back in and he sees the woman using the vacuum cleaner. Mm -hmm. So he pulls his (laughs) cock out and starts playing with it. Then another woman enters. She takes her clothes off. Then they engage in an oral three-way. Yes. Oh. So there's a lot of pussy licking going on in 1908. And I was like, come on. Why is there so little in mainstream porn right now? When the first porn that was made was like, mainly cunnilingus yeah and it's like for a long time too it's not quick it's like nope. they're all going down on each other and 69ing 69ing <laughs> back then rimming too i had caught a little bit of rimming going on mm-hmm. and she touched man. i think even when she was blowing him wasn't she like slipping her finger yes, towards yes. her butt under her butt? balls yeah. <gasps> under the balls yeah yeah Dude. fucking great Naughty. amazing i loved it what a jump in four years or Eight years, you know? <laughs> Damn. From the kiss to the... I mean, that's crazy. That was like acceleration. Damn, it's like flying Damn. to the moon from moon to Mars. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, did you find this attractive or arousing, though? Not arousing, morally entertaining. Would that be funny to say, actually, right now? You're like, yeah, I was sitting next to you being I was getting a hard like- on the whole time <laughs> with a quick, fast blowjob frame rate at oh the footage. Oh, my God. Yeah. I know, because it's also like sped up. And, and like, the music's really like... Oh, my God. And then we watched a French film from 1920, The Threesome Musketeer. (laughs) Okay, this is such a weird, weird costumey porn. With seashell Okay, so everything is like um, food themed. Yes, yes. So this dude comes to this house or whatever. He's dressed up as like what? A D'Artagnan from like Alexander Dumas' book. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, With like the big hair and the yeah, 17th and, century. And he's asking for the menu and she's, I'm, I'm, I said, she said, I'm on the menu. So that's mm-hmm. kind of like what's happening. But then there's all these food references. Yes. So what happens? I mean, the first lady <laughs> that comes out, comes out. <laughs> For him, and he pretty much plays with her pussy. She lifts up her dress, and he plays with his finger. And then he spits on his finger, rubs her pussy, then he smells it. And he's like, oh, the shrimp. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) He refers to her. He just calls it the shrimp. The shrimp. It's like the smell of the shrimp. But also, there's something so bizarre about that move, because there's not much, like, fake moaning going on she's just kind of standing there yeah and he's just examining it or like tasting the, yeah the dish true. yes the dish the oh dish. yeah it's just like a little like trying it out yeah. yeah a little taste and then like the other woman that comes out who's on a tray remember the one that's yes. like muscles <laughs> no what happens because i think one of them is like the, the first one is like kind of over it or something and yeah, then the second yeah. one he orders the second he orders one the other dish the muscles which is oh. a woman on a tray that comes out in the shape of a muscle i mean kind of she puts her body into kind of a shape of a muscle sure her legs up bizarro okay and then she goes down on him Mm -hmm. and then they have a three-way also like the two women are going down each other while he spoons the other one from yeah so there's a lot of kind of lingus between the girls even in 1908 yeah that's kind of like surprising to me that that was (laughs) 
I don't know, just because we made it so abnormal yes. and in the last hundred years. Mm -hmm. But everyone was licking everybody's pussy. Pretty much. Looks like it, at least. Looks like it. Yeah, and like, no, you know, no problem. Yeah. Full bush, no problem. Well, yeah, and like <laughs> licking and close-ups on the pussy and close-ups mm -hmm. like, of enjoying the female body. Yeah. Not just simply like, hey, I'm just... Oh, off. no. It was yeah. like very little intercourse in comparison yes. to all the oral sex that we saw. I agree. Yeah. Kind of like how porn should be. I think so. Bizarro. No. Yeah. Anyways, this was a hundred years ago. <laughs> we live in weird times. <laughs> we do live in weird times. And <laughs> then in the 40s, we saw um, the co-ed secrets. And now it's getting kinky. Yep. Very kinky. Now it's getting kinky. This is three college girls, <laughs> I guess, living together, mm -hmm. doing what? Uh, tying one girl up and fake whipping her, <laughs> spanking her with like a bunch of paddles. Aquaman was like, spank her, for like, real. Like actually spank her. Like, come on, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? This doesn't look good. There's some tying up, tickling, ball mm -hmm. gag. I mean, totally. Yeah, like, full it's on BDSM. Kinky. Full on BDSM. And it's just this three, these three girls. Yep. Going at it. I can't. I bet the girl, her acting is horrible. No, they're, they're usually, all, the one that's spanking also is bad. Like, I mean, all of them are really it's bad. It's very fake. But it is pretty insane that that was like so normal, It's ahead of its time in a lot of ways. Can you imagine <laughs> the 30s seeing that? Like, that's like Satan. <laughs> I mean, crazy. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. It's very ahead Some of people its time. still are like, this is insane. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. But this is, maybe it was a little bit more normal. Like, I don't know. I don't think so. I think this is so underground and so hidden. Yeah. That uh, it's it's great that these little films or little scenes are popping up now because it shows, okay, this is not just a current thing. This has been going on for a long time since we could even shoot on cameras. Totally. Yeah. I mean, clearly, you know, with Thomas Edison Doing the scandalous kissing Doing scene. Doing his first porno. That's <laughs> right. He's the first porn director. Oh, first that's what they director. said. Okay. And the last one we watched was from 1948 mm -hmm. called Family Spirit. <laughs> Dude. I did not like the title. What a weird one. That was like a little experimental nearly. Sure. And it's really, it doesn't have a plot. It's very bizarre. Mm. It's pretty sex straightforward right no remember it was like this woman like she's at first she's having sex and then he comes like for a really long time on her pussy and then she's like pulling his dick but it doesn't work anymore and then yeah, this other foreskin the foreskin Ugh. and yeah, we both were like no <laughs> why would you do that like why are you doing <laughs> this and then this other chick comes in and they're like she's like okay i guess i'll take this other chick now because well, the other she, chick is tied up like, to it's true like, yeah, yeah yeah it's true she's tied up and she unties her and then they start using a strap on <gasps> 1948 strap on with a condom on it with a condom on it blows my Nuts. mind I didn't even know that a strap-on was, like, around like that. No, like, I, literally, like, strapped on. And it looked like a, a cock. It looked yeah. like a cock. Like, with veins and shit. Everything. Nuts. Underground. Yeah. I wonder, maybe this is all not so underground. I hope. I mean, maybe people know some history about it that we would share with us. I mean, we're clearly um, not getting to know what people actually did. We all think, like, I think 100 years ago, no, everybody was having missionary. You know what I mean? <laughs> But people literally, like, are spanking and, like, strap-onning each so other. But so taboo, yeah. Taboo. Yeah, but, like, that's the funny thing. We're, like, pretending this didn't exist just because people didn't talk much about sure. it. Or families, sex connected to families yeah. more so than pleasure, yeah. But, I mean, that makes sense if you think about even who wrote about different things over the past, like, a few thousand years, right? Aristotle wrote about squirting already. Mm. So you know what I mean? Like, I think our idea that sex and porn is something so new is a little silly. It is a little and silly. And the Romans, I'm sure, did a lot of degenerate things. Tons of things. drawings. Tons of drawings. Even Egypt, like the gods, the phallical gods that promoted fertility and sex. Like, you would have a statue with, like, a huge giant cock coming out of a little person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's there. It's all there. And now we're going to go to confessions. 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 Love confessions. Confessions are great. Confessions are questions and stories from you guys mm -hmm. and answers from us. Yes, yes. Yes, 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 yes. We're here to enlighten you. 
I mean, I don't know. We're trying our best. Well, I mean. <laughs> Somebody said, mm-hmm. is it safe to perform analingus and then perform cunnilingus? Mm. I mean, it is depending. I like it, but I don't. I mean, it depends on the person. I think if a person is prone to getting, you know, urinary tract infections. Yes. Look how well you're. Yeast infection. You're informed. That's exactly the problem. I'm an educated man. I'm I'm suave like that. (laughs) You are. Well, the problem is that um, a UTI often is triggered by some bacteria that is in the anus. Gets inserted. So if you, yeah, exactly. If you lick her asshole first and then your pussy, (laughs) it might happen that you get it. Start with the pussy. I say start Start with the pussy, pussy. finish the pussy up. Get the pussy well and like mm-hmm. satisfied, then go to the ass. Yeah, that's a safe way to go. I, think so. I mean, you can also ask if she's prone to it. Because exactly. I've had UTIs in the past, and um, but I've also had endolingus to kundalingus back to endolingus. I love it. All together, like up and so. down with the legs bent up. It's like the up and down yeah, motion. Wonderful and love probably it. the worst. Slobber. <laughs> medicinally speaking probably horrible (laughs) i know but i I tend to forget that sometimes even though i'm trying to preach right now Mm -hmm. the good idea well yeah but um actually one thing to really be aware of i think is if you have anal have vaginal first Uh, 100 so after you have anal sex yeah after you have anal sex don't go back in. don't use the the same finger in the the ass as you do in the the vagina yeah pick one and stick with it don't (laughs) don't go back and forth which ones do you pick i use uh my uh index for the anal and my middle for the pussy no or middle and the one right next oh yeah yeah dual i do a dual (laughs) dual reach you, got, you know I mean, it's the way to go you start with one then you go dual sometimes you go oh try oh my god this is a good one uh-huh. because we just talked about this hmm. from india i often walk naked in front of my window with curtains open and lights on Ooh. saw this teenage boy peeking through the window so i often give him a show i'm 23 you are fucking hot <gasps> and a little fucked up, but that's okay. Uh, hey, hey, I love it. Why not? Isn't that funny though that we're yeah. just talking about this exhibitionist like community in India, and then we get a com- like a confession from India about an exhibitionist? Yeah, I think it's great. What the fuck? I think it's great. That what she's are doing the it? fucking chances? Teasing you know? the boy? Yeah. Teasing Obviously, the it's boy. becoming the, it's becoming a thing. I mean, teasing the teenage boy. Hopefully, he's eighteen. Let's I mean, just hopefully, say. he's jerking off and he's healthy. You know, if he's eighteen, all good. But you know, <laughs> when I was fourteen, I jerked off to naked women. Does that make it not all good? That's true. Right? Yeah, if she's not like she's touching, not touching him, him, that's true. Totally. Yeah, fine. she's showing off. I mean, it's fun. I guess so. I'd be like, oh my god, I love my neighbor. I'm coming back home so I can watch the whole thing. <laughs> That's probably what he does. Yeah, I don't blame him. He's probably him. super excited every evening. And she like, loves oh it. She's bathing in that sort of voyeuristic admiration. I like know? it though. That's like a nice thought. I think it's you pretty know? hot. It's mm. pretty hot. I, I, I like her. Go a lot. you. Thank Go you. you, baby. If, if I'm in India, <laughs> I'll come I'll and watch you. The, I'll rent across the hall. <laughs> okay, next. This is not even a real question. The taste of ass. Mm. Why is it so good? Okay. Let's put a little bit of honesty in here. Mm-hmm. I don't think the taste of ass is particularly like delicious. I think it should mm. taste as little as possible like of anything. <laughs> <laughs> it should taste like skin and everything else. Less assy. Less assy. Definitely. Definitely less assy. It depends though. I feel like... Um, oh, you... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it depends. I mean, it depends. I think it depends <laughs> on the ass. Not all asses are created equally, just like all cocks are not created equal. Correct. But like the ass has only one taste in a sense Does of it, a taste. Does it? I mean. Really? I mean, that's in your diet too. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, man. I rim. So like I love rimming men. I would imagine with good. men it's way worse though. Well, you should probably take a shower. Yeah, shower, hair, sweat in those areas. But a lot of dudes are very, like, <laughs> considerate in a sense that they take showers. Or, mm-hmm. like, my exes. I'm sorry. Like, I sure, can't really sure, talk sure, about, sure. like, a random, you know. Sure, sure. But, yeah. I always advocate for that. If we're doing that, then I have to take a shower. I mean, makes sense, though. Yeah. Use, like, wet towels or whatever. But I go down on women and their ass without them taking a shower. Well, you I know? just love to eat ass. The ass roulette, it is. Uh-huh. Yeah. Dirty or not. Here I come. <laughs> Here I 
here I come. <laughs> well, I mean, you're not always going to be like, hey, let's stop for a second. Go and take a shower before I rim yeah. you. You either do or you don't, to yeah, be exactly. fair. And if you put a finger in there. It's a commitment. Yeah. It's a commitment. You I always, think it's fine. Yeah, I think it's fine. It depends on also how far the the poop is in that situation because that also <laughs> Well, you can't smell. tell. With a finger, I can. Yeah, but that it's too late. Yeah, but then I don't eat it. Oh, that's what you mean. See what I mean? Oh, so you test it with yeah, the finger you first? Yeah, you test it Like, see how far? It's like, okay, you're safe. Go down. Let's go. Oh, my God. I got that's to. hilarious. We don't oh. want to, you know, pink eye or anything. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really have a problem with ass play at all. Now I feel really weird there's about so it. There's so much bacteria. I mean, you know. Also depends on I the mean, diet. I mean, I never got sick of it, you Me know, neither. so Me I neither. think it can't be that it's bad. Delicious. It's delicious. It's delicious. It's a good dessert. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> good for you, though, whoever likes that. Keep at yeah, it. Yeah. Keep at it. Keep at it. Keep eating asses. Um, <laughs> everybody should keep eating asses. I agree. Okay. Next one from a girl. Mm. Uh, uh, oh. Is it okay that after my virtual fuckboy shows me that he's coming, he stops texting me? Uh, and the second message, because she wanted to clarify, is why my virtual fuckboy stops writing me after he came without asking if I came too. You know what I mean? Does he sound like a fuckboy? Well, probably, because he is sexting with her, and then after he like jerks off, he's like done and stops texting. Over it. Yeah. This is the weirdest, like, virtual version of bad sex. We're having a fuckboy. Like, we're having a fuckboy virtually. <laughs> the point of a fuckboy is to be there. Well. And I you're think, the one who's but, dominant, right? Well, no, no, no. A fuckboy is something different. You know what a fuckboy yeah, is? Yeah, yeah. It's a guy that's just, like, only good for fucking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's a bit of an asshole. So, virtually, what do you expect from him? Exactly. Well, I mean. <laughs> he is a fuckboy. Yeah. So maybe not a fuckboy. I think for me, to be fair, if I um, indulge in mm-hmm. virtual sex, <laughs> I uh, I mean, I've never had somebody like ditch before I came. I mean, I don't always come. Like, it depends on, like, what kind of an extreme situation we're having. If this is really, like, we're having, se- like, online sex or whatever, it'd be funny. Sure. If he's just not interested, if I came, I would say just don't get your hopes up when it comes to a fuckboy. Really, no, True. seriously, like it's True, it, but I'm expecting... not sure if she calls him a fuckboy now that that happened, mm-hmm. or if he was a fuckboy before already. You know what I mean? Maybe now she's readjusting. Yeah, I mean, anybody who's not interested in your pleasure is idiotic. Move and, on, dump yes, that ass. Absolutely, he's a fuckboy. Who cares? There's more fuckboys out there. Yeah, that's what I say. And there's even some fuckboys who are interested in your pleasure i mean I hope at least so. for the night you know I hope so. at least for that one moment yes that 20 seconds <laughs> all right next one um i really want to be deep-throated by this guy i'm dirty talking to on grinder his cock is beautiful oh my god i thought grinder was a gay app i know oh so okay. he's a guy he's talking. okay <laughs> yes. well i wasn't sure Okay. Can you imagine a woman going on Grinder yeah, and like tricking a man into that's like a, like catfishing? Because that happens. That's hilarious. Mm, no, me. this is a dude. This is a dude. Nice. I mean, go and deep throat him. I mean, why would he refuse the offer? Oh, he will definitely. Yeah, he will totally mm. take you up on it. I mean, you know, a beautiful cock is really something special. I, I mean, I wouldn't know. I have like a thing for a beautiful penis but that isn't that subjective what a beautiful penis i mean of course but when i it's just like saying i like beautiful men what's your idea of a beautiful cock i mean i only know when i see it thick head i think just proportions veiny veiny? proportions proportions with the rest of the body or like um (laughs) well it can be bigger you can have a giant head and a small shaft right like a mushroom i mean that'd be weird but that exists no i mean (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how to describe it. I can see. I don't even think about it. I see a dick and I'm like, this one is gorgeous. See, I don't have a perfect pussy. I don't have a perfect one, but I have several men I've dated had beautiful dicks. Dicks? That's good. Yeah. It's special. It is. Mm. Yeah, because then you have nearly like a relationship with the dick too. That's very healthy. With the dick and the dick. The dick and the dick. Attached to the dick. (laughs) Yeah, totally. 
Like, the asshole with it. I love that. I also like, you know, then there's this thing you want to like just kiss it when, you know, Aww. just to go to sleep. I'm just like, oh, oh, good God, night. So good. <laughs> good night. Take care. I'll see I you soon. I love it. I love it. I'll see you when I wake up. Exactly. <laughs> After he comes, you can kiss it again. Oh. Stop. Not turned on. <laughs> Damn it! Not from the fucking like. Uh, I like the kissing thing after the cum thing. I'm like, okay, this is getting me turned on for sure. Nice. I, Good I, for you, dude. Go to Grinder, get like in touch, and be like, yeah, I wanna, I want you to deep throw me. Fuck yeah. Totally. Be safe, you know. Please. I mean, I don't test. <laughs> Grinder is wild. I bet the it is. Wildest, wildest shit. It's been lo- you know, going loose. You know how interesting when this app came out in mm. 2000. 11 anyways into the around 2011 this app came out Mm-mm. and i interviewed i was doing some work for npr back then Mm-mm. and i was doing a pitch for npr which is a radio station if somebody doesn't know this um international listeners radio station here in the u.s but i was doing a pitch show and mm. i interviewed the guy from grinder mm. And I was like, I don't know, young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> really young. And so I interviewed him about this like gay dating app. And the funny thing is, he said to me back then, and they didn't take the show, such idiots. Like now they would like eat it all up. Yeah. Uh-huh. But um, he was like, he invented it for himself, basically. He's like, I didn't see an app that I wanted as a gay guy. So I invited the app. And he uh, invented the app. Smart. And then he used it all around the world. And he's probably got a lot of dick. And a lot of money. Good for him. Good for him. Win-win, man. Win-win. Win-win. Grinder. Grinder. Grinder, it's where it's at. Grind it up. Okay. Next one. Mm. Video chat sex is through the roof around the world, question mark. We're all going virtual about everything I mean, it's just because of COVID. No. I mean, we're past this now, right? (laughs) Not everywhere. Vaccine is out. Well, but Not America everywhere. really, no, because I did this on, you know, I did this Q&A on Instagram and like people from India wrote in and from Brazil and stuff. Like no, it's some countries, of over, course, but, yeah. but we can get so attached to the virtual thing. It feels like a lot of the inquiries point to that. You yeah, know? I think it's horrible. I mean, I don't know. Guys, it's fun to have on. it in addition, but. Get tested, meet somebody who's tested and give it a shot. <laughs> or Even if you're not vaccinated, but That's get true. tested and meet somebody who's tested. All right. So last but not least, what's your most favorite sexy movie scene? That's a good question for you. <laughs> I already know what you're going to say. Did you really? I think so. Oh, well, now say it and now I'm going to say if it's correct <clears throat> or not. I mean, the most sexy sex movie scene. Um, uh, I, I got to say, and I don't think you're going to expect that, mm. uh, Basic Instinct. Oh, shit. I wouldn't have expected I know. that. <laughs> Because it's one of the earlier sex scenes that I've seen, but that scene after the club, when he's going down on her and she goes down on him and she, she wants to stab him, but she rides him. Mm. How intense that tension was. Mm-hmm. When I think about it, I was like, this is a pretty well choreographed sex scene. It's a really nice one. It's yeah. really smooth and it takes its time. And there's sounds and everything. And Sharon Stone's nipples get super hard. And I'm like, ooh. She's so hot in that movie. It's oh, like God, ridiculous. So insane. Yeah. What did you think I was going to say? Last Tango in Paris. Yeah. <laughs> there's a couple of them in there. Yeah. Um, I don't know. To when be Brando honest, gets fingered, yeah. I'm going to say something very different. There's a lot of different ones. You should also go on my website, tillsoflaura.com. I have like all these movies that I recommend. List of movies. And we talked about movies before, yeah. Yeah, but there's one movie that's not on that list. Uh, and I think there's just something because it was one of the first movie scenes that has turned me on as a teenager. Mm. And it's Cruel Intentions, oh. which is a horrible movie. Yeah, it's a bad but movie. what happens is um, Ryan Philippi, he is the stepbrother or whatever of Sarah Michelle Keller. Keller, yeah. yeah. And then um, she, he wants to fuck her, but she's like basically teasing him. Mm. And so she just gives him a hand job, and he's like dying <laughs> for her. And and then shortly before he comes, she like stops, and she's like. You can fuck me if you do this and this and this or whatever. Oh, and it's wow. like such a hot, like good hot. scene for a teen. <laughs> Anyways. Good job. <laughs> so I'm going to say that scene. Yeah. It's a little hot. It I have to watch really it again hot. to like Oof. see. It's been a while. It's just a teasing scene. Sure. Which is really great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, everybody. 
Thank you so much for joining Thank us. Thank you for having me. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Come back again soon. Yes, I will. Until next time. Until next time. Amen, people. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Pussy Church podcast. Also, check out the new Pussy Church merch at talesoflara.com and use promo code Lara10 for the early bird special to get 10% off your first order. If you like today's show, please, please, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It helps us keep the show going. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would be amazing too. See you next Sunday.